Welcome to the Batman Tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman. The animated series, our podcast, offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. And seated across the table from me, going real simple with this one, folks, he's my partner in crime, Mr. Jordan Hugh. And across the table from me, the Thelma to my Louise, or perhaps the Louise to my Thelma. Yeah. Mike Stout. I'm not 100% sure if I'm Gina Davis or Susan Sarandon. I'm Susan Sarandon, obviously. Yes. You're Gina Davis. All right, I'll take Gina Davis. If those are the only options. Yes. And And Amanda is Brad Pitt. Yeah, man, you should be Brad Pitt. I am here for that. And the the Brad Pitt to our Thelma and Louise. Uh, Amanda is back talking about Harley Quinn again. Hey, friends. Special guest Amanda. Yeah, special guest. Welcome back. This is the first time you've been back in a while, right? Uh, Is this the second episode with us? On this, mm, what was the last one you did with us? Joker's favor. I, I think, think so. so. Right. So that I was a long so. time ago. A while ago. I so. think so. I just get confused because I just got hatted recently. Um. So I'm. Well, we I was like, what? The listeners don't know what they don't know that. They don't know that. Oh. They don't know what hat means. We could talk about that on hat. I Thanks. wear well, hats. No, let's break that down. So we have another show. <laughs> How about this? We haven't recorded that in a while. We call that show hat. How about this? Ooh. That was a pitch show where we record like our ideas for popular properties and these ideas haven't actually happened yet and when we actually see one of our ideas being used and we are not credited in any way we call that being hatted yes and amanda was recently hatted amanda was hatted for the the reboot fraser the sequel to (laughs) fraser which is just called amanda pitched a sequel to fraser on the hat show I did. And they fucking made a sequel to Frasier that is very similar to her it's, pitch. They made, you know what? I'm not <laughs> mad about <laughs> it. <laughs> I pitched the sequel I wanted to see, and I'm here for it. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. The first episode, there yeah. were no toss salads or scrambled eggs. He doesn't eat any of that in the, the original show either. I'm just upset that they well, didn't, they didn't I go with. I seem a bit confused. Well, oh, maybe. Baby, I've got you banged. Because I don't know what to do with all sauce salads and scrambled eggs. What's funny is that's that's Kelsey Grammer singing that. They're calling again. Kelsey Grammer can sing. Yeah, yeah. He really he, he can yeah. sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw him I in um, keys three times there. What's that? So I think I changed keys like three times. There, I saw Kelsey Grammer in Finding Neverland on Broadway. Really? Oh shoot! Did he you found it? Great. Uh, he was not looking for Neverland. To oh. be fair, oh, okay. that was a different character who was oh. looking for Neverland. But Kelsey it. Grammer was very good in it. I imagine he was good. Yeah. I love Kelsey Grammer. He's also he was also the beast. He was also the beast. He was the best beast. Yeah, he was definitely the better of the two beasts. Of the two, yes, he's the yes. better. I mean, if you think of how Beast talks, what's funny is Nicholas Holt would never take that role now. No, Nicholas Holt's like a little too high profile. Yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my. We're delving into different topics entirely, but those are some of my favorite actor roles. Like after they've blown up, and then you go back and deep dive into. Okay, but what is yeah. what is this? Right. Like when he played the zombie in that Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah, oh, that exactly. That. Good. That warm like, bodies. Yeah, warm bodies. I like warm good. bodies. I, I do like warm bodies. Yeah, we that's saw that different. in theaters. I think. We did see that in theaters. I think around Valentine's Day. It was cute. Ba ba ba! Here, that was a double win. We, we are. Did, we did no sound check again. for this episode. I'm afraid I'm not recording. Am I recording? You're perfectly fine. Yes. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> So, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 56 today. Yes, Amanda is back because uh, we enjoy having Amanda on when we talk about Harley Quinn. So, this is Harley and Ivy. We're finally, we're doing Harley and Ivy. Harley and Ivy. A fan favorite episode, but also just a good episode. Yes, a very good episode. And this is Season 1, Episode 56 of Batman the Animated Series, but... It was broadcast order number 47. Oh, they they bumped it up. They bumped it up. This got a... I guess that's a nine-episode bump. So I guess they knew it was good. 
Yeah, it's a Paul Dini, so yeah. Hey, Paul Dini. Yeah. I feel like, oh, too, boy. we watched it a while ago we did. and then watched it again we recently because I was like, I need a refresher. It's one, of the, it's one of the better remembered episodes of the series, and it's also great. It's also an episode that I looked at the runtime. Batman shows up maybe nine minutes before the episode ends. Yeah. He, it's not his episode. He barely is in it at all. Batman yeah, shows he's, up. He's a suggestion. Yeah. He's a suggestion that it's a... It's a Batman series. One of yep. my favorite. I I don't know how how if I can jump things, but one of my favorite jump uh, away. Yeah, you can jump all you want. One of my favorite things happens where he's like tied to the board, and then he just <laughs> completely gets loose off camera. Yeah. Yes. He's a master. Very of Greek, so that's Greek why tragedy. I don't know. That's I don't know what I can say. I'm not what? used to the order of this show. Either are we. That's fine. We generally, you know the order. Amanda, you listen to the show. We, right? Right? I, listen, my oh brain boy. my brain functions better. I'm going to reference Hat again, though. My brain functions better on that because it is a train station and they <laughs> all leave at different times. So there is no linear. Well, uh, that's okay. When we hate an episode, we go through the following steps very, very quickly. We'll do some introductions. Yeah. We will talk about our initial thoughts about the episode. And then if we have any topics, we'll discuss topics. And those kind of get mishmashed together. We'll do some IMDb trivia. And then we will do like the scene by scene plot details and analysis of the episode. I'm gonna really try to stick to that outline, but my brain is operating on all cylinders We're, right well, now. Mike is hosting. I today's... might just shout things. He... I'm uh, shout away. He will force the outline. Mike will force the outline. Okay. The outline will be forced. Like I, I know for for example, I know Mike is about to say because he's my partner in crime. I know he's about to say. So, what are your initial thoughts on Harley and Ivy? So, what are your initial thoughts on Harley and Ivy? I think we should start with Amanda. My initial we- thoughts are the two words that I distinctly remember <laughs> are Joker just calling him the dork knight. Yeah, <laughs> that good. is the biggest thing that sticks out is I was just like, oh, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Can't. What do you, What? how do you feel? Let We'll let Amanda chime in because yeah, yeah. Amanda, Amanda will we'll jump in when she wants to. Jump in the That's line. how this uh, works. My... my- she doesn't like being asked direct questions. Okay. I don't, because my but my my initial so thoughts in her, in her writer. Yeah. yeah, Don't look at Amanda. Don't, don't ask her any direct questions. No, and don't precisely call me. one bowl of ice cream. For, I understand. Per appearance. This, yes. this episode that's is uh, is stew apparently stew, which I will also accept. I'm not stew. Yes, Amanda is um, fully eating stew during this. Recording. I made that I'm by the way. How did it come out? It looks it right nice now. actually. It looks like a good it's stew. It's very good. Yeah, it's the first time I made beef stew, so we're trying it out. Yeah, my my first time you made beef stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This delicious. Oh, really? Yeah. Good my, job. Mike is a good cook. Um, my initial star. thoughts. My initial thoughts on Harley and Ivy. It's a great episode. I see why it has that enduring quality to it. And of course, this episode is the genesis for the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy romance. Yeah, um, we will get into that more a little bit. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. not romantic in this episode. They're just sort um, of friends. There's uh, an undertone. There's are. an undertone. And we'll get into that in a minute. The my initial thought should have been that it was a frustrating episode, not bad frustrating. But just frustrating. Frustrating how? Um, in a way that like you can see Harley for who she is and you just kind of want to shake her a little bit. Poison Ivy tries. Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's not bad fr- because you see progression. I think this is what you were saying. But that my actual initial feeling at the end, I was just like, ah, you know, like you have that. Yeah. You want to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It is a little frustrating. It's nice that we see the character evolving, mm-hmm. but she is on very much on the precipice of evolution. She has she doesn't evolve fully in this episode. She hasn't evolved yet. I feel, no. I feel but like she's about yeah. to. I feel like we see more of the evolution of Harley. And now, um, Amanda and I watched a handful of Harley episodes when 
in preparation for your first appearance on the show because yeah. we wanted to get you more acquainted with that version of the character. Well, yeah. Especially since we spend so much time with the new Harley Quinn cartoon, Harley Quinn, who's incredibly I, different. Yeah, no, very, well, very different. She has so. gone through the she has gone through the full transformation at that point. You you still get seeing this Harley like now. Yeah. It makes the Harley that I met like make more sense yeah um but well, it is just yeah. different to look at in retrospect it's Harley, interesting. Harley, harley's an interesting character because i often do feel that the harley quinn cartoon while it's its quote-unquote own thing like um david s pumpkins um <laughs> i do, part of it part of it um i do feel <laughs> like i do feel like it is a companion piece to the show to a degree oh, absolutely i think so and i think that it, it has some dna from that even down to how Alan Tudyk performs the Joker. It isn't Mark Hamill, but it's close. And it's a little bit more zany and goofy than Mark Hamill's, but like clearly yeah. he's he's drawing inspiration from there. But Harley, as you can see in this show, and as you can see in Harley Quinn's own show, Harley's a character that loves people obsessively. She's a character that loves people unconditionally and sometimes to the benefit of both people or sometimes kind of to her own downfall as we see her with the Joker. But like her love for Poison Ivy in her own show is obsessive to the point where like, you know, there is, there is damage there still. There is a, uh, there is a fear of abandonment. There is a fear of, you know, not being, you know, appreciated to the degree that she, she wants to. And obviously it's because the Joker really treats her like garbage. She, I didn't think this until now, but the way you describe that, um, she's a little bit like Tinkerbell mm -hmm. in that oh, yeah. she can mm -hmm. only hold, and I see this more in the, in the modern Harley, yeah. or I have seen it cause I've seen more of that Harley, but like there is one driver or one yeah. emotion and it's like, oh, if I do this, this, and it's like yeah. all of a sudden now you're yeah. all angry or all of a sudden now you're all this and yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm, I think when I saw her her blonde ponytail and put that two and two, I was like, oh, yeah. oh. the blonde pigtails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that the Harley Quinn show, the new show, it's very much informed by Batman the Animated Series. All of the portrayals yeah. are either continuation or reaction to, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. one way or another. So they they make choices to be subversive or to kind of lampoon something that was established in the animated series. Um, with this episode, though, Harley and Ivy. Uh, if you want to look at the episode as sort of a feminist text, yeah. right, that reading does work. However, what I did read on this was I was actually a little disappointed that a lot of the feminism in it, which are like a lot of lines by Poison Ivy, are kind of there for laughs. Yeah. They're not really there in yeah. earnest. Um, yeah. I had forgotten that, maybe yeah. because I, it kind of went over my head when I was younger, but I was like, oh... They're kind of overdoing it in a way to make it funny, but I'm like, but I agree with them. So it's like, I'm not really sure where they're going. I mean, I'm going to point it out and it's not, um, it's written by a man. You know, that's 100%, a time sure. period where all the female characters were written by men and whether or not they were trying to say one thing or another, it, it, it's a different perspective writing a character that might not come from their place of thought. So I don't know what the background on that is or how certain lines could be portrayed or interpreted differently. But I think that that definitely can have an effect on the way things come out. Right. But even like sort of the main one, uh, and I agree with you where it's like, okay, they, they strap up Batman and they're going to dump him in the toxic sludge or whatever. And Ivy has some line. I'm going to completely paraphrase it where she is like, ah, uh, just like a, 
typical man think you, you you thought you could win you thought you could beat us because we're two women or whatever and batman has like a completely sane line where he's like look man or woman a, a diseased mind can be capable of, of anything and i'm like you know why do we need this set up in response it's like i don't think it was ever a boy versus girl thing with batman and poison ivy until this episode and then suddenly it's less about the plants and more about feminism and i mean we all know that batman as stated in an earlier episode, is an equal opportunity crime fighter. <laughs> he is, though he can't believe Red Claw's a, a woman. woman. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because it is one of those things that you wish would have to go without yeah. saying, but it continuously <laughs> right. comes up, and it's like, why are we still saying this, and why do we still have to say this? But we do in a way, and it it that 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 to me that that's kind of it. It's like what. Why does it, why is it, and that, that might be the first instance where it's brought up and you're thinking of it in that manner, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's just as, um, I'm going to divert a little bit too, because I, I am also, um, like with Mike, we're in a band together. I deal with that question a lot when talking about what is it like to be a woman in music? Yeah. What is it, you know, so it, it's a thing that gets highlighted a lot as something different when, it should be, it, it shouldn't, I don't know, I'm talking in circles. No, now, no, I but. totally understand what you're saying. It, 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 it shouldn't be a question whether or not in this instance, like there should be no shock that there, there are women who are villains. There should be no shock that there are women who are heroes. Like why, why is that, why is that the shock? Why is a woman in front of a band, you know, often seen as something that's surprising and, you know, and somehow bucking the status quo. Well, yeah, it's like female fronted is not a genre of it's music. Not. Female villain is not a genre yeah. of villain. They're yeah, a villain, right. you know. Yeah. So that yeah. that's that's. And I'm actually surprised in this episode that they allow Poison Ivy and Harley to be villains. Yeah. Almost every other time we see them, and especially in the new show, they don't even allow, allow girls to be bad. They have to be good. You have to eventually turn them into hero characters because we just don't like the idea of bad girls yeah they're amazing together though like i really this there was a lot of fun that happened in this episode and to kind of change like (laughs) i don't want to divert entirely and this may come up later so i'll save it okay okay just remember that because we're gonna hold you to it Uh, so the thing this is what happens i usually take a lot of notes i didn't take notes this is why i take notes no notes this This is this is better than notes i don't know we don't do notes on this show the listeners don't listen for notes they listen because we are so amazing. That's right. They like our silky voices. That must mm. be it. And I will say this much. Like what I do like silky stew. Silky Delicious. stew. Mm. Is that, can you describe stew as I don't sil- think so, but maybe. Mm. Silky stew? I don't know. Silky stew. I will I say know. this much, though. I do like how much Harley and Ivy enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. They're they having are fun. having fun being bad. And right. I like that. I like that. So let's let's get into some of these topics we got here. Also, would you actually, you know, before we do that, would, you, would we consider this Harley's best episode so far? Yes, except she's in a lot of episodes that are technically better episodes, but this is the best episode for her. Her, yeah. Like, she's in Almost Got Him, and she's in The Man Who Killed Batman. Yeah, she's The Man Who Killed Batman. She's in two other episodes that are just, I guess, if we're talking ranking those would be ranked way higher. Yeah. But if we're focusing on just Harley as a character, this is by far the best Harley Quinn episode we've seen so, so far. far. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, for so, so for some topics for discussion, Harley and Ivy's relationship, this is kind of where it starts. Uh, I find how I find it funny how early that started. Like, 
we're still in the first season. This is probably the show's second or third year at this point. Yeah, if, it's if early. even it's yeah. probably its second year at this yeah. point because uh, this is episode fifty fifty six. So it's like fresh into the second year of it. But it's funny how that happens in Batman the Animated Series in its first season, and then ultimately it doesn't happen in the comic books to like what twenty sixteen. It is much later. Yeah, yeah. it's a Though long time. I think they're time. laying track work for it. For I think a so. Bit. Yeah, I think so. And I think that might be where Paul Dini stands on the on the instance. Like, oh, these characters make sense together. Right. Well, also, I mean, just acknowledging in the culture, this show starts getting produced in like ninety one. Yeah. It's hitting the ground in ninety two. Ellen doesn't even come out on yeah. television until yeah. the late nineties. Yeah. Um, so they couldn't really fully go down the road. I think they wanted to go down because it was like we were never going to put lesbian characters into a, a an animated kids television show in 1992 like I, that just wasn't going to happen yet i feel like harley and ivy are if it was if we're judging them we're not judging them if we're if we're looking at them by today's standards i think they're both bisexual or pan characters right oh yeah i mean i, I didn't mean to just say lesbian but yeah queer characters in general queer characters. It's, it's hard queer to just yeah. get queer characters on television yeah. in the first place let alone in 1992. Even now, without it right. being yeah. some no, it's still sort of a huge thing. deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, bring up a good point that in like 1992, it would immediately be like, oh, she is a lesbian, and now yeah. it is a yeah. You know, you can have a pansexual character in an animated series. Totally, that's amazing. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of queer characters too in Harley Quinn's show. Like, uh, they they kind of they kind of um, have been really good at at kind of. Like opening up that doorway, I well, think. Well, because thankfully there's a space for them now, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. things were very narrow in the early 90s. Things mm-hmm. are still narrow now, oh, in of a course. way. You know? Well, if you're judging by like mainstream television that none of us watch. And that is what right? I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying in the early 90s, you could not really push the envelope in the same way you could today. Not that there should be any envelope to push. There's yeah. nothing controversial yeah. about being yeah. queer well, uh, or having queer characters. But in 1992, there was no way for them to say like, hey, these two are attracted to each other as more than just friends. And there are undertones of that in this episode, but they are kind of barely there. Yeah. Yep. And in nineteen ninety two there were like four channels. So that's <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, now? Yeah. Now there's way more channels. That's great. Yeah. There's even like, you know, channels where all you can watch are horror movies all day. Or just people eating. That's it. People eating? That's it. Well the food channel. They're cooking and eating too. That's pretty good T V. Yeah, I'd I mean I'd watch the Batman characters just eating stuff. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we watched that last scene in Avengers where they're eating the shawarma. We we all watched it. We all watched it. We sat there and watched it. They did reshoots for it. They got the whole band back together to shoot that episode. Shoot yeah. that scene. We're going to bring this up in this episode. They really play Montoya well in here because they're like, we can't have a man come arrest no, them at the end no, of the no, no. That's why they like layer her in early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mala suerte. <laughs> Anywho, how much of this episode is influenced by Thelma and Louise? How much? I've never seen Thelma I've and Louise. I've never seen Thelma and Louise. Oh, it's, a, it's a, actually. I know that. I know how movie. it ends. I know how it ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you know, like, the full context of how it ends? No. Spoilers for Thelma and Louise. So, yes, obviously, they, they both choose to drive off the cliff at the end of the movie, but they kiss first. Um, and Thelma and Louise has been widely regarded as a, a queer feminist yeah. film, queer feminist text for a long time. Um, sapphic is the word I've often heard associated with it, even though the women are not expressly lesbians in that movie. Um, 
it's great. It, listen, similar to this episode, it's meant to be a women's empowerment film against a patriarchal society in which they feel they have no place. They'd be happier just together. And when they realize there truly is no escape, um, they, they would rather be together and dead yeah. than apart and alive in, for lack of a better term, a man's world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, it's a movie I, I've wanted to spoilers watch. Spoilers for Thelma and so Louise. So is that Sorry, spoilers everybody. for this episode kind of how Harley and Ivy are just fucking running through the laser alarms? Like, we don't care. Because that's, well, I was going to point that out earlier, and this is just kind of a moment where I feel yeah. like it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was, <laughs> they're, they're meat cute in the in the museum where yeah, they're in the Gotham Museum. In the Gotham of Museum. Yeah. So they're meat cute in the museum. Is Ivy just walking? walking like she's moving fast but she's just not giving <laughs> right. a fuck where any of the alarm lasers are and she's like no nope, i'm gonna just walk through this and harley's like strategically like going through everything and then sees her and is like well i'm in okay and then just continues on and that's it right. and it's like you see this one like meticulously going to the glass and like okay i've thought out this mission and they're gonna think i'm great after this look how awesome i am i've got everything planned to a t and here's this other <laughs> This, this other one just walking through a corridor, holding the box, bright green, not giving a fuck. Like, I got this. I'm walking through. Alarms are going off. I'm out of here. I'm going to leave in my Barbie car. <laughs> I, I, It's weird because Poison Ivy is a smart character, but it seems like she just either didn't care or didn't realize the alarms were going to go off. I don't think she cared. Yeah. I don't think she, she cared. Care. She um, had a getaway car ready. Yeah, at least, no, she had a Harley plan. Had. She's like, yeah. come, get me. Yeah. Try. Well, because Harley's she like, got away. Yeah, she did get away. She did get away. What is the license plate? Uh, Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, I like the sled. Very good. Yeah, they yeah. do a couple of old movie references right in a row. Yeah, like a that. bunch of them. Which is actually something interesting to bring up in this episode, and it's another thing to underline Amanda's point here. Of You can tell it's written by a man. Joker has some of the best stuff in this episode. Yeah. He's like the co-lead with them. Yeah. Um, so that's that says something, too. I will say this much, though. The relationship between Joker and Harley is gross. Yeah, um, he is gross. It's to her. especially underlined in this episode. Really yes. bad. It's been it's been bad. It's the worst now. It's the worst. Would you consider this? Um, and I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I don't know I if can this is. To be. I don't know if this is Stockholm syndrome, because well, people he's not her kidnapped. Yeah, that's the thing. He's not. She's not held captive. It's just a toxic relationship. No. Right? What is what is the? Um, I'm sure there's a term for it too. Yeah. Well, no, Nightingale or what is the? Nightingale she was like his nurse. She's kind of Nightingale. Yeah. It is a little bit of so a Nightingale it's a little bit of that for sure. At first, but yeah. now we're years on from their meeting. Yeah, and it seems like Joker has what is like histrionic personality disorder, where he's got to be the center of attention. Well, he's he got everything. everything. Yeah. He's got everything. She is just. I'll use the simple terms and the not scientific terms. She is just, as you said, she. He's her obsession. Yeah. Right. She's even just not medically diagnosable, just really clingy and seeks validation from others for well, everything, especially him. She's codependent on him. Codependent, yeah, basically it. worships him. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to read into in the cartoon. This is easier to say about the comics, but like, yeah, there's a sex thing going on as well yeah. where she really wants to be the sub to his more dominant uh, personality, his sexual personality, his energy. And that is what they get off on. And part of what they get off on is the abuse, except the abuse has completely crossed the line of anything that is acceptable, and she has to get out. And anyone who's outside of their relationship, up to and including Poison Ivy, can see that she has yeah. to get out. Yeah. No, it's, they're, they're both codependent. 
though. Yeah. Also, because well, that's the funny the thing, second, right? Yeah. The second she's gone, he's like, "Oh, she always comes back," and the guys are like, "I don't know, Have boss." Have you seen the papers? I, yeah. And then the and, scream. Oh. But it's like he he treats her like an afterthought sometimes, or like she's actual like nothing like she's garbage the stuff he says to her is sometimes ridiculous as she's literally like speeding the car away to try to get like just right and the second she leaves you see everything that she does for him and them and that whole operation on a daily basis that he just like is incapable of managing himself so the second he realizes like oh she's not here to do all the stuff i don't want to do i gotta go get her back yeah I mean, she does give him the, you'll be sorry. Yeah. And he's kind of, she's kind of right. She's she's kind of right. But, um, but she wants him to be sorry. Yes. And she wants yes. that as a, okay, you're sorry. And now you're a changed person and you'll treat me better. Right. And it's like, nope. no, <laughs> yeah. he's just sorry because that's what you want. And now you're back. Yeah. And he wants you back so he can continue to take advantage of the relationship. Harley. Yeah. My poor Harleen. I just want to shake her sometimes. So IMDb trivia. Uh, again, Ivy tries. Uh, she, yeah. Ivy really does try. Ivy's like, why are you dealing with that clown? Yeah. Huh. She uh, sounds exactly like that yeah. in the episode, <laughs> by the way. Am it I was wrong? very confusing. Right. Diane Pershing sounds exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. <laughs> Threw me out a lot. So some IMDb, IMDb trivia here. This was Arlene Sorkin's favorite episode. So RIP Arlene Sorkin, who just oh. passed away recently. Um, during the initial airing of this episode, and I found this very, very funny, uh, Joker refers to Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy as busy little beavers in the original version of the show, and it was changed to busy little bees during later airings. Boo. So Keep beavers. You should have kept it. You should have kept it. It's Let's funny. Angry bees. beavers. Angry. Yeah. I'm going to bop you in it next week. Oh, boy. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, That's a different show. uh, But they do allow Poison Ivy to say sexism, which is cool. Um, Or sexist. Right. Which is, is, you know, it's a kid show, so pretty cool. The word sex in any form, they don't usually like. Yeah, they would scrub that out because nobody should know about it. What sexism? So um, the three frat boys that harass Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy at the stoplight are uh, producers Bruce Timm, Eric Radomski, and background supervisor Ted Blackman. Very uh, good. I find that funny when they insert them. Uh, Harley Quinn then blows up their car with that's, a bazooka. That's kind of the best moment of the episode. It's great. It's just like as what woman hasn't <laughs> wanted to do that to guys cat calling them. Here's my bazooka. It Here's was, the paddle. It was pretty cathartic. It was a good. Of course. Uh, yeah. I just wish moment. they died. Well, in the film version or in the comics, they, <laughs> they would have. They were dead. Oh, yeah, in the, in dead. the comic book version of in that the comics, scene, they were dead and we saw the skeleton. Also, if it was the new Spooky Harley Quinn scare, show, skeleton. she would have killed them. Correct. They would have been killed. Um, like she killed Professor Pig. Yeah. That character sucks, by Oh, the he way. is. He's terrible. Yeah. But Professor you won't be a pig. That's a fucking terrible character. Terrible character. Uh, he's not as bad as the Condiment King, though. But that depends. The Condiment King, King is secretly great. I yeah. forgot about Professor him. Professor Pig brings something to Batman that shouldn't be there, which is like a fucking guy who just like cuts you up and does weird things with your parts. That's mm-hmm. not part of Batman. Like, I, what is that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Thumb, Let's move on. Uh, Thumb that drive? is um, uh, oh, fra- oh. Tusk. Tusk. That tusk. is Tusk. Oh, yeah. man. Full walrus. Walrus, yes. Like, walrus, why yes. Why can't I think of Tusk? 
Tusk. Poison, uh, poison Ivy there injects... There is no God, only Frankenstein. Only Frankenstein. <laughs> poison Ivy injects Harley Quinn with a toxin antidote that allows her to stay on the toxic waste dump with her while she's living there for, I guess, however many, however long they're together. Uh, later, this is found to have also increased Harley's strength and stamina. Sure. And because of this, she survived great... Uh, falls suffered in Mad Love and Batman Beyond the Return of the Joker. So I guess uh, it's a bit of a stretch on the plot device, but sure. A little bit of yoga action going on here. Uh, yoga. All right. This is probably the most important thing of the IMDb trivia that actually is trivia. Paul Dini has confirmed that Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy were in a physical relationship while together, even though they could never explicitly confirm that on the show. Well, they are both in top half pajamas. That's yeah. the thing. They're both wearing the boyfriend shirt. That's how you know. Where are the where are the bottoms? Yeah. Well, well, such as that. It, it's it's symbolic. It's symbolic. They're both wearing the boyfriend shirt essentially. They're both wearing oversized shirts at yes. breakfast. And obviously it's not overstated. Yes. 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 Yeah. Come on. Also, just the meal prep. I don't yeah. know. The I know it's a disgusting meal, but the the steam chart and the beet juice. I don't know. Just even the way it's served. I'm like, there's something sort of romantic about yeah. this. And I mean, beet juice is full of romance. Yeah. Am I, mean, I right? Full of something. I and love peeing red. Uh, Ivy. It's good for your heart. So like, I, that's a right. That's a thing. I don't sure. Know. This looks like wine. That's I clearly true. am not reading too much into this. I think this is an easy read. Ivy doesn't just lo- dislike that Harley's obsessed with the Joker because that's not like what a woman, how a woman and a man should be in a relationship together. I think Ivy is wants Harley to feel that way about her. Yeah. Ivy wants yeah. her attention. Yeah. Ivy wants the Joker to be out of the picture for more than just Harley's mental health. She wants Joker out of the picture so she could have Harley to herself. I think that's an easy reading to get from but this. But not, not Kite Man? Hell Probably yeah. not kind. Hell yeah. I mean, she does do a full, like when Harley's making the face on the plate and yeah. she realizes like Ivy does a full like, hey, one, two, three, eyes on me. Yeah. What's going on over there? And it's like, <laughs> like why are you, why you are you know, I just faces? miss him. <laughs> um, He's a joke. The scene where Poison Ivy reveals her car is a tribute to the similar scene from Batman in 1989. Still the greatest Batman movie of all of them. Sorry, Correct. folks out there who are going to be like, it's the dark night. It's not. It's not. Uh, Ivy telling Harley, this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. There's a, is a reference to the famous quote, Lewis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship from Casablanca. Yes, that's right after we see the Rosebud yes. license plate. We also so. see that it's the Rosebud license plate. So there's a lot of nods to the golden age of cinema in this episode. Um, this, they say, is the first appearance of Harley Quinn without her costume and makeup. We saw her without her costume and makeup in The Man Who Killed Batman. But did that we air did, after that? We did, she was... Well, because she was sort of technically dressed as like this lawyer character that doesn't exist. Da- Harley like, Quinzel. So she was still like in disguise, yeah. kind of, not like... A very right. small subpoena. This we just actually... <laughs> <laughs> this we just see her without her makeup and stuff yeah, on. Yeah. Whatever, She's just so. regular... Casual Harley. Yeah. Casual Harley. You're, you're the, you, you work for the Joker. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a joke in that episode in The Man Who Killed Batman where... Amanda oh. listens to the show. Oh, sorry. You listen no, to go the show? on, go on. No, just no. maybe refresh her memory. Because you just like the joke. <laughs> Let, let's refresh her memory anyway. So the, the, the small subpoena joke is, Har- is uh, Harvey Bullock stops her at the police station to like question whether or not she's a legitimate While lawyer. While she's dressed as this lawyer. While she's dressed yeah. as a lawyer, Harleen Quinzel... And she says, uh, uh, "Don't, uh, don't you look, don't, don't you, aren't you? What does he say? He said, like, don't I think you just yeah, don't I know you from somewhere? Yeah, so could, some regular bullet yeah, line. Yeah. yeah. And she says, um, oh yeah, I served you a subpoena. It was a small subpoena.' 
But and the then, way Sorkin does it, she pitches it just under her breath. It's yeah. just such a good delivery. I think I served you a subpoena once. It was a very small subpoena. <laughs> and then, like, Harvey Bullock's like, oh. It's so good. It's a very good So moment. good. All right, let's That's start. a very good episode. Yes, yeah, this is one of the best. See, this is what, that's what you do when you can't say sex on TV. That's yep. right. Yep, exactly. You uh, say subpoena. Yep. Let's get into this episode. Got the title card. We see a distorted collection of images that represent both Harley and Ivy's costumes with Harvey and Ivy written in cursive. Something they don't teach in schools anymore. And education is going through the dumps. I just like we can write in code now. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I noticed was um, because of their color schemes, um, they go very well together. Yeah. Harley's outfit and Poison Ivy's outfit. Well, like those colors in that blend. We, yeah, green and red are, are complementary colors. And orange and black is Halloween. Right. I just mean to say, like, they could have picked, like, why does it have to be Poison Ivy? I don't know. It's just there's specific things that kind of work with that. I think you know? I know why Paul Dini chose Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. <laughs> Me too. Do we need to get into that? Because no. if you put them together and gave them, like, a unit name, they'd just be Harvey. That's and there, it. And there are three Har- There's already two There's Harveys on the show. There's too many Harveys on the show already. There's like a Harvey in the next episode. Because yeah. I, I think I think Harvey has been said probably Big by me, off. and there, there should be a Harvey count because it's hard not to say Harvey with Harley and Ivy. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, there's Harvey Harv- Bullock, Harvey Dent, and Harley Quinn. That's yes, a lot of that right. sound. Yes, like har 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 har. All right, we the Hardy Har Hut. We start with Gotham City at night. We pan to a car that's being chased by the Batmobile. It's actually it's, a great. The chasing we open with is actually awesome. awesome. It's awesome. This is a great chasing, and they win, right? They beat Batman. This is actually the episode that inspired the Fast and the Furious fan tries. Oh, I didn't I knew know it. Fan tries. I can't talk today. Fan tries. Fan tries. Fan tries. Harvey. <laughs> we see that it's Harley and the Joker in the car, and Harley is terrified driving away from Batman because Batman's scary. Uh, Joker lounges in the back. He's loving it. The, uh, the, the wind in my hair, the Batmobile on my tail, whatever yeah, he says. Yeah. It's a great little business. The chase continues as Batman starts to gain on them, and then Joker demands that Harley turn the car, to which she's just like, but, sir, that's, uh, you know, not, like, she knows something's up. And it ends up that, like, the road is gone, and some big hill of dirt, and they, like, almost, like, crash down this hill. And Joker, he gets thrown into the front seat and he scolds Harley and demands his gun. He's like, who told me? Nobody told me there was a hill there. And she was like, I tried, boss. Okay, but you got you to gotta put the fact that she ejects the whole back of the car in this like maneuver. Well, we're getting there. Ah. We're getting there. Ah. We're almost yeah, there. We're, we're almost, almost there. there. We'll get there. Ah. She gives Joker a gun out of her purse. Um, it's a gun with like this impossibly long barrel. And Joker goes to shoot the Batmobile with this gun. Uh, we've seen this gun in Batman 1989. It's made an appearance on the show before. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. a gigantic barrel. It's like it's like a five-foot barrel. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that it's one of those bang flag guns to which he throws the gun like at Harley, but it crashes through the windshield um, as Batman continues to gain on them. So Joker's all ticked off at Harley for this. Uh, he shoots out a grappling hook to their bumper and then Batman does what Batman does, and he just like parks the car and he floors it in reverse, and mm-hmm. they're having a tug of war here with this rope. And um, Harley can't pump the gas enough, and Joker's just like, you know, yelling at her to to get away and do all that stuff. And then, then Harley saves the entire freaking day and ejects the back of the car in this kick-ass maneuver that sends Batman for a loop. Yeah. She has a good quip. You want the car so bad, you can have it. Yeah. yeah. 
And, and then, then basically, basically, her car has an extra cape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So she she like ejects like, the wheels. She ejects the wheels. It's like butt flies off. If yeah. a car had a butt and then an extra butt, that's what happens. Car has so two she, butts. Yeah. Car has two butts. I don't know if it's Christmas with the Joker. It, it's an early Joker episode, but there was an episode also where Batman like got his hands on the Joker, and the Joker basically had an extra jacket set of hands yeah. and arms yeah yeah he like, used it to escape it's so the same what, mentality that's what reminded me of this i was just like oh a lot i guess his stuff just does that yeah every car should come with an extra butt right. all cars have two butts and jo- also, isn't that sort of the best joker gag in a way it's like yeah he shakes your hand and you come away with his hand yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably gonna die immediately when that happens yeah. it's probably a grenade yeah but it's i just like that bit no i, I think i think it's a good bit especially if murders after he's it. got good bits he's, well, he's, he's all bits if yeah. that happens to you you'll definitely never forget it for the rest of your life oh mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. especially because your life is short very um, short we then cut to joker's hideout which is called laugh city laugh if is you spelled- close a comedy club <laughs> you have to demolish the building you know that he will use it as a hideout this is irresponsible yeah we we have this thing on the show where we're, we're jordan and i always ask each other why are there amusement parks in gotham why are well, there why, comedy why clubs why do they close and yeah, leave them there yeah, yeah. you know you have a huge problem yeah, yeah. you can't have any aviaries you know, it's just you like can't uh, have... it's just like oh my toy factory went out of business fucking blow that shit yeah, up burn it down there's only one guy that's gonna move in there yeah yeah why is there an abandoned amusement park on the pier. Correct. Joker's taking it over. That's what's going to happen. Also, if anything has two in the title, just get rid of it. Correct. Make everything three. They should change the uh, Gotham's second national bank to Gotham's third national bank and just lie so Two-Face right. doesn't try to rob it constantly. They have to like, skip the floors like they do with the 13th floor. Yeah. Like, nothing has a second floor. Nothing has a second floor. No dice. No dice. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we cut to Laugh City and Joker laments that he wasn't able to get the diamond he was going after because he was stopped by Batman. Hey, great to see those two stocky goons are back. Yeah. I would. I can't believe they're still alive. I know. I thought that he would have been working for him for a while. Yes. For, for, he doesn't know their names, but that's fine. He does not. I forget. I forget their names. Yeah, I also they're don't like know Mac names. and Gargan or something like that. <laughs> that's the Scorpion. Not it. Yeah. Um, I feel like Harley's probably kept them alive. If we're oh, going to think about it, because she's probably. taking care of everything else. So she's like, I like right. those guys. We often say on the show, she's like, who's the hardest villain to work for? And it is the Joker because he probably just kills you for fun. You know, Bob Gunn. Bang, done. Uh, But like the fact that these three, I will include Harley in that, have been around this long is like truly a testament. Yeah, we often talk about like who do you think the best Gotham City villain would be to work for? Um, Joker, you know... You'd make good money, but you're gonna die. Joker's the worst. I would never work for the Joker ever. We we also He's terrifying, and the mortality's too high. I I feel like the Riddler would be so frustrating. Like yes. out of all the bosses you could have, he yeah. wouldn't be the most dangerous. Well, but you would constantly be like, I don't know what yeah. the fuck you're asking me to do because yeah. his requests for riddles would be like laden with other riddles. So it was just like, right. I don't what can I need more training on this? Why is this? Ha- I, I just yeah, I agree. And I, and the one time he used goons on this show, which was in his first appearance, the goons didn't actually do that well. No. So I was like. Mm, not no, the Riddler either, because, I guess. Yeah. And and I will say this too. Um, you don't want to work. The Penguin is the most normal guy to work for. He's the most normal guy to yeah. work for. If, if you're not going to pick like Thorn. Yeah, if you're not picking like, like an actual Roland mobster. Daggett, yeah. I'm talking about like a rogues gallery guy. I just want to work for Danny DeVito. Can that happen? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't want to work for that Can penguin, I give you? <laughs> yeah, he'll bite your nose off. No, Danny DeVito. That could be worse. <laughs> My nose could be gushing blood. <laughs> uh, That's a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll offer you an egg during this troubling time. <laughs> so I, I feel like I feel like you don't want to work for Scarecrow because you're getting hit with fear toxin. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's that, a bad that, gig too. Also, re- he makes you drive those blimps that you can't drive. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I really think I think Harley's on the top. I think she's towards the top of the list. 
if you're going to work for somebody, yeah. she never runs her own crew. But if she does run her own crew, well, then that would be okay. Yeah, I, I think so. Because I think she cares about people. Yeah. She cares about people and she's a lot of fun. But she is the new Harley. I'm referencing that because yes. that's what I am. Like, if I could work for her. She is fucking chaos. Yeah. And anything, oh, yeah. she's like, okay, change directive. This is our new mission. Okay, no, right. now we're over here. And she switches sides. And But I love her. But so really, I think yeah. it would be a blast. But it's just like, you would have no idea what. And it's real confusing for Ron Funches. Yeah. And you've seen what working for Poison Ivy is like. Yeah, If you've seen the new Harley Quinn, you've seen what working for Poison Ivy is like. She's like the head of freaking well, everything. The problem with Poison Ivy is that working for Poison Ivy is like, one, she's an eco-terrorist. Which I understand where she's coming from with, you know, wanting to save the planet. But at the same time, I don't want to accidentally buy anything plastic because then I'm getting killed by vines. Actually, that's kind of a complaint I have with this episode that we're talking about right now is that the the eco-terrorism bit kind of took a backseat yeah. to just like, we're going to go on a spree together. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. this is good characterization for Harley. I was like, I'm not sure if this is great characterization no. for Ivy unless you included like a little scene where she's doing this so that Harley will have fun with her. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah, is yeah. part of like the romance or just yeah. the girl's friendship or something because Poison Ivy in every other appearance is very serious. Yeah. And very into the cause. She's right? never, never this She's fun. not like a spree criminal. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Maybe, yeah, unless you, she's doing it to impress Harley, who is a spree criminal. Correct. And that, that kind of thing is much more jokery. Yeah. Joker will commit crimes until you catch him because that's what he wants to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ivy, I think, would prefer to get away with it. As yeah, long and she, she wants can, to save you know, the planet, yeah. right? So I, I think some of that too is also like you. They found a peer in each other. Yeah. Also, yeah. and they're both in a position at that time where they didn't have yeah. that in anybody they were working with. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. I like that. So Joker laments that he didn't get the diamond. He's annoyed that Harley handed him the wrong gun. Uh, she's feeding Bud and Lou, the two hyenas. And uh, Harley says that the bang flag was funny, though, and Joker's goons laugh. And then, like, Joker, like, corners Harley, and he, like, challenges your usefulness, pretty much says, when have you ever brought up any good ideas? And she says, well, I helped you escape by essentially ripping yeah, her own got cars. got away from Batman, Yeah, own car's fuss. butt off. Saved the day with the car's first butt, exactly. Yeah, yeah the butt. <laughs> no butts about it. <laughs> he then suggests that she run the gang, to which she almost agrees. She's almost like, yeah, I'll do it. But then she's like, or not. Um, and she actually might be a better crook than the Joker. I don't know. The Joker's really into himself. I and I think that's his downfall. I don't think she'd be a better crook than the Joker. Better crook? Crook. I don't mean well, like... Because we've had this question answered for us. We know what Harley would do with her freedom. Ultimately, it's not to be a great criminal. No, it's not. She actually turns into a hero, right? Correct. I think she could be a better criminal than the Joker if her directive was just to prove to the Joker that she was the better criminal. <laughs> right, okay. Like yeah. I think if she followed that down that path and Ivy didn't go like hey, maybe we do this instead. That yeah. I, I think she's fully capable of it because we've seen Harley, if she decides something, she's going to do it. Right. Yeah. No, you're um, right. But I agree. Like her heart, it de- it all depends on what her what her heart is telling her to do in that time. Is, right? Well, there's the struggle too because I think it, it comes out a lot in this episode too, but um, I think we can tell that there's a good person in there. So ultimately, she can never really be the Joker because the Joker is just evil, <laughs> evil incarnate, basically. Um, Harley, I think one of the reasons we like her or that we're endeared to her is that it's not just that she's a character worthy of pity. It's that we can see that like, OK, I, I think there's like a good person who's mm-hmm. like a worthy person trapped in there. And we'll, we won't get this in this episode. But we'll get it very soon. Uh, Batman sees that as well. 
Yeah, that actually is a big part of Harley Quinnade. That's that's the main part of Harley yeah, Quinnade. Yeah, Harley Quinnade is that she is a good person and Batman believes in her. Right. Um, which is which is which is great. Um, but then the Joker has this kind of gross moment where he literally kicks her out of the building. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, throws her bag at her. And... Which should indicate to us that there's all kinds of other abuse going yes, on. absolutely. That we don't see. And she hints at it a little later. And um, she says, you know, she has her like, you'll be sorry, you'll miss me when I'm gone moment. And then as she starts to leave, she kind of like says, I miss him already. Which, you know, is, yeah. That was my first moment where I was just like, Harley. <laughs> Harleen. Harleen. Yeah, no, she got the full name the whole episode. (laughs) Harleen. I just love that, like, she's clearly just a, like, she's a Jersey character. She's a New York kind of, New York Jersey character. So, like, that whole, that whole, it just plays very well into that frustration. You know, as you're like, ah, Harleen. What are you you doing? What are you doing? What's What's the matter with you? You know, it all plays into it. We then cut to the Gotham Museum of Natural History at night. Uh, we see a giant diamond, and Harley repels in, and then uh, she checks the wind like a Boy Scout. <laughs> um, she then uses her gymnast skills, which we haven't really seen too much of yet, to uh, get through the laser security lines. And she looks at the diamond and says, uh, Mr. J will just plots when he sees this, which, you know, I love when the Yiddish is thrown in there. Um, she uses one of those cool, like, glass cutter things to uh, start cutting the glass. Right. A tool I've hitherto only seen Catwoman use. Yes. Yeah. Well, she's got one too now, it looks like. Maybe she borrowed it from Catwoman. Maybe she did. Catwoman they, they might have def- extra. They know each other, for oh, sure. Oh, they absolutely know each other. Um, I don't know if they like each other, but that's another story. Probably not. not and yet. as she goes to cut the glass, the alarm goes off. And then we see Poison Ivy, as Amanda said before, just like running out. She's just carrying a box and just walking Casual at a Friday. slightly... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like yeah. she's not running. She's not trying to get... Like she's moving quick, you know. Yeah. But, she's but it's like, just here that... I, yeah. I don't know. That was... There's just no I think subtlety. I made us rewind yeah. that and go like, do you see what she's doing? Mm. She's just... She's running away with a box. Icon. With a box of plant toxins. Icon. You know, fully, fully in her outfit. Oh, yeah. So like not trying to hide anything. Um, Harley follows her lead by saying, ah, screw it. And she smashes the case and just takes the giant diamond. And Ivy runs towards the front door, but gets stopped by the cops. Then the two literally kind of bump into each other. Uh, Harley refers to her as Poison Oaky, which I found very funny. And Harley then introduces herself as Holly Quinn. And um, they run run behind a Triceratops. As, As one does. As one does. That's a great first date, Triceratops. No, this is a great first date. Yeah, actually. the meet cute is, as Amanda said earlier, it's like it is. I've never heard funny. that phrase before. Before you used it, meet cute. I've never heard the meet cute. Yeah, yeah. It is extensively explained in the uh, holiday movie, The Holiday, um, with Jack Black <laughs> and Cameron Diaz and <laughs> Jude Law and Kate Winslet. Uh, so if I've never forced you to watch it, I'm going to now, just yeah, so you know. It's basically um, just the, no, the how you met. Yeah, a meet yeah. cute is like, okay. The, but like, in like funny circumstance, yeah. It happens a lot in rom-coms. Yeah, I, I, um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So any meet cute where it's like, okay, he's clearly the main guy. We've spent like 10 minutes with him. Okay, she's, okay, what are they doing in this cafe? That's not his coffee. That's her coffee. Boom. Uh-oh. Movie starts. That's the, that's the meet cute. I get it. Um, so triceratops. So they run behind the triceratops, and but they're seen by Montoya. Harley takes one of the plant uh, toxin vials that uh, Ivy has taken, and she loads it into her big cork gun, and uh, she shoots it at the cops, just knocking them out with this plant toxin, and then uh, they escape via Ivy's really like sweet pink like hot rod car that 
is uh, has Rosebud as a license plate. And this is when it's we see the, the first type. It is a Barbie car. So not only is Margot Robbie Barbie, <laughs> but they're literally driving away in the Barbie... Um, the Barbie Malibu getaway there car. There you go. And then uh, they, they have their first high five of the episode. Right. Because Girls multiple. Trip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Girls Trip. That's right. Amanda, the, can you tell me as, a, as an actual woman, do girls just like high five all the time? High fives are great, but I'm uh, more prone to finger guns. And nice. like um, fist bumps that are actually turkeys because you surprised at the last. I'm nice. making a visual that you can't see. I like the gear shift. With the, the gear Amanda's shift is Amanda's making great. a turkey with her hands. Yeah. yeah. I Just like imagine the, like an open palm and then a fist smashing into it. I guess the open palm is the tail. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's when you're going for a fist pump and then it's, oh, no. What you could also do with a turkey is you could, yeah, that's that's incredible. I the love feminine that. mystique is unraveling before <laughs> our eyes. I don't stand by uh, any of this that women do this all the time. I just. No, no, I, they must now. Well. I, I, You're here representing every woman. Yes. It's you, all in you. You you are Shaka Khan. Everything. In this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, high fives are great. I'm here for high fives, elbow bumps, finger guns, all that stuff. All right. Hand gestures of friendship. I flipped some birds in my day. I don't know if that's on the same as this. I'm just going to keep talking until somebody else. Where's the toxic in. waste dump? I don't think <laughs> that they are just high fiving all the time. I don't think so. I think there are some tongues. They're and some fingers. Just I think they're doing the some stuff. They're doing some the stuff. Time. Some under the table yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 I just think we see the high five because that's what they'll allow for standards. And that high five was meant to stand in for anything you want. Yeah. For a subpoena, if you will. Yes. Oh, yes. There well, we go. Well, Little whatever subpoena, the... big subpoena. Yes. High All fives. Subpoena. Yeah. High fives. All right. We go to Paradise Meadows, which uh, was which a, a toxic a, waste a toxic dump. waste dump that was originally some sort of land development, which Poison America's Ivory Playground. That's right. Which uh, Poison Ivory has probably taken over to turn into her lair. It's condemned, and Ivy gives Harley a shot, but Harley's like, "I don't want a shot." Um, this is not my idea. I do want to express this, um, but I'm not sure whose idea it was originally. It is very funny that Harley seems to go between two lovers, yeah, who are literally poison. Mm-hmm. Right? There's mm-hmm. Poison Ivy, who is literally toxic toxin. And Joker, who... It's less in the animated series, but in the comics as well. Also toxic toxin. Yes. Like, he's he's poison immune. She's gone to Poison Ivy, who's also poison immune. I'm like, why do you keep falling in love with these people who just are literally toxic? Like, that is funny. Poison Ivy. Like, there is something going on with the toxicness I, of this whole thing. I just loves a good toxic relationship. I, I mean... She wants to fit... I mean... Part of it, I think, with Joker is like she set out to like fix him initially. Like, wasn't she his doctor? So there right. was like but then a he demented her. Yeah, because there's definitely got. <laughs> That's the best, hands down, the best Britney Spears song. Is toxic? Oh yeah, I think so. I kind of like just the sound of clanging knives. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty that's much the best hit. That's in her a newest while. hit. I'm yeah. here for knives, Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Brittany. and I love the post when she's like, "These knives are fake," and yeah. every comment is, "The <laughs> knives are clearly." Real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, I just want Brittany to keep living her best life. That's all. I don't know that this is her I best life. Well, that's what I want for her, though. Life. I'm not commenting on it. I just want. I'm not her. saying I would like for her to be in the conservatorship again. No, I just want I just maybe want her, her to not dance with knives. Yeah, maybe be careful. Maybe safe. Maybe just be careful with the knives. Brittany, live your best life, but please don't accidentally stab yourself. That would be great. That's what we want for you. We want that. Yes. Anyway, she gives she gives her a shot so she'll be immune to poison. And uh, she says something along the lines of like, you'd think being the Joker's girl for all these years, I'd get used to a little pain. 
Mm. Which, like, this is where Ivy's just like, what are you doing with that clown? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's really on the nose because he's a clown. But... Um, on the nose because he's a clown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. <laughs> but anyway, that's what happens. Um, and she pretty much says that uh, she refers to Ivy as a doormat. Which that is, middle name welcome line is very good. Yeah, she goes, your middle name should be welcome. That's Does a good she, line. She refers to Harley as a doormat. Did I said it backwards? Yeah. Uh, we Harveyed. It's hard. Harley <laughs> looks so <laughs> sad when she says so that. So Ivy, let's let's go back. I need to go back. So Ivy refers to Harley go back. as a doormat. Yes. And Harley is, you know, clearly upset. Yeah. And then um, she says, you know, your middle name should be welcome. Which is uh, yes, very right sad. in the gut. Right, right in the guts. And then Ivy offers to teach Harley some good old-fashioned female self-esteem. We go back to one of the stupidest locations. I can't in this believe show. we came back here. We're back at the Paragonators Club, people. So stupid. This is a. But we were here with Joker again yeah. last time. For some reason, Harley's got some obsession with the Paragonators Club. Yeah. Maybe it's just the nod to Harley's first appearance on the show. Right. So we're back to the same location we were in in Joker's favor. Yes. Yes. We're crazy clown catering. Uh, to a quote, re- real business. A real business. I'm happy we were able to requote that with you here. Very nice. Anytime. Um, Ivy bursts into this room. She says a whole bunch of stuff about, you know. How this club is, you know, restrictive to women, and and it's ridiculous, and she's right. right and then that's Ivy bursting in. Ivy, yes. oh, I keep, ugh, I keep screwing that up. Ivy bursts in. Ivy bursts in, and she's she she's saying all these things and dropping these like as Harley is dropping like these plant pods all over the place. One of the lines I found hilariously, I found it hilarious, but it's like hilarious in a way that's like, oh god, it's like you hear one guy go, a woman in here, outrageous. Yeah, they're more obsessed with that she's a woman than that it's poison ivy. Yeah, and I also have a problem that no one recognized her. I'm like, she is a well-known supervillain. Yeah, and she's not hiding it. Right. I mean, I get that she's not at like Joker Two Face level, but like we know poison ivy. She's been in the papers. I've seen the transitions. She's a plant woman. Maybe I mean maybe like Joker. That's a. Have you seen the papers? Because their answer might be no. In Mm. which case, why? haven't you seen the papers right one on. guy one there's a bunch of like sexist mockery that goes on one guy refers to ivy as a young lady but like in a very condescending way that's our favorite by the way it's, it's yeah i know women love everyone calls you love young that. lady regardless of your age young lady or girl they like that too it's great yeah it's really good um she refers to the group as you know just being a, a, a sexist mockery which hey sexism on a kid's show um and that they should they should admit women and as Harley is dropping a bunch of plants, they then explode into vines and uh, strap these men to their chairs. And Ivy and Harley are off to loot the trophy room. They are definitely not going to admit any women now. No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> if I don't know if this works. up again, they're going to be like, the one time we had women in here. A Do you know what they did? They, 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 they took they, us over with plants. Plants. They, and they, they stole all our trophies. Yes, yes. Our man trophies. Sounds like a great time. They stole honest. my best mustache award. Yes. <laughs> So then we uh, see a bunch of newspaper cuts, which we love on this show, newspaper transitions. And um, it's all the crimes that Harley and Ivy are committing together. A lot of of crimes. Seems like a lot of fun. I don't know. A lot of like Batman not doing his job. Yeah, like where's Batman? Where have you been for two weeks? Do you see what's happening? I thought he was an equal opportunity crime fighter. You read the papers, Batman. That's all he does. All Batman does is read the paper. They're very selective about that on the show. Yeah. They're like, either Bruce is like constantly watching the news and reading the papers, or they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't... That's... Superhero time to me sometimes makes no sense. Oh, no. Like, it makes I no feel, sense to any of us. I feel like they have to have a room where they can stop time, go do all the things, and then just go out of that room and then conduct 
whatever it is they need to do in the outside world. Whereas like ha- there aren't 36 hours in a day. Batman never sleeps. No, he doesn't. He never no, but that's kind of the point. Batman, he doesn't sleep. I don't know how he's so jacked. Well, it's, you know, we can't, not all of his time is accounted for. No, I don't know. No, he must do something. Comic book time is very soft. It really, but like how it's very soft. It, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, that might just be me trying to fathom my own time. And like, how does Batman get all this done when like I haven't woken up early enough to make myself <laughs> breakfast in like a month? Like, how do you, Alfred how, does a lot for him. So yeah. that, there's that. That all that stuff's taken care of. He like the, the little things that we all have to do, like cook, clean, dress yourself, whatever. Alfred does all that. Yeah. God damn it, Batman. So he can just spend all his time being Batman because we know Bruce Wayne doesn't really have a job. No. He shows up to Wayne Enterprises he, like at like two. He doesn't have to and, make his own scrambled eggs. He doesn't show up to Wayne Enterprises every day. He probably only goes on like charity day where it's like, we're going to give some stuff to some kids and I want to be in the picture. Well, it's kind of funny because like it works into him being Batman because right. nobody he's, he's expects, never accounted for. No one expects Bruce Wayne to do anything because they think he's this lazy playboy billionaire and doesn't care about anything when he's really Batman. There's Wait, a lot of, are you saying that? Okay. No, there's a lot of Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? That's so we cut back to Ivy's house. He's ho- a billionaire playboy. I know. I know. We cut back to Ivy's house and she's He doesn't posting. even have an iron suit. He doesn't. He's just doing it in pajamas. No. Crazy. He's also a master That's escape crazy. artist. Uh, at Ivy's house, she's what? You just said escape and there's... I, never, mm. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Baffles, yeah, he's really good. He studied with Zatara. So Ivy's house. She's posting all the clippings on the fridge <laughs> of their serious. crimes. Which is very cute. Yes. That's more than just a friendship Yes, thing. that is. Yes. That is. There's an attraction there. Do you think they celebrate their crime anniversary? Yes. Like, this is the anniversary of 100%. our first crime. 100%. Yes, this is when we robbed the... This is when we met, when we were both robbing the museum together. Um, so we see that Ivy is wearing uh, a long t-shirt. Um, Harley, sh- uh, she's like... Um, Harley shows up with plates and she's setting the table with a large button up shirt. This is kind of the scene, you know, where it'd be like, you know, in the way that a romantic partner would wear yeah, something the like, morning after. No, no bottoms, no, no shoes. They're no. like in cuddle mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cozy. I think, yeah, Paul Dini's uh, playing yeah. it slick here. Uh, Ivy's got breakfast, which is just a bunch of greens. It's steamed chard, which is probably kind of hard to eat. And beet juice. And now I know how these two women maintain these figures that yeah. they have. And I'm like, you it's eat chard. no calories. Yeah. And the things you eat actually take away more calories. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's the vegetable. If you watch uh, Parks and Recreation, there's a whole episode about them trying to like sell chard. <laughs> At the uh, the open air market because like, no one wants to buy it, and yeah. they have to like make up songs and like walk around like basically naked, being like, "Buy these green leafy <laughs> vegetables." My grandmother used to make Swiss chard, um, and but by the time she was done with it, it didn't taste like that anymore. It was no. just all garlic and oil and I'm probably sure sausage. Delicious. And at this point, it wasn't a vegetable anymore. No, no it counts. It's pretty much a pizza. It's still green. <laughs> yes, mate. everything my grandmother made was eventually a pizza. <laughs> exactly, it ends up becoming a pizza. <laughs> she sounds like a lovely woman. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. And even when it wasn't pizza, it was just like pizza topping. She'd be like, "It also have." Some bread with it. Yeah, yeah. Put it, put on, it on the bread. You know what I love <laughs> about being uh, in an Italian American household? We eat pasta, which is great, with bread. Yes, bread with bread. Bread with bread. Yes, that's like. And eating then, if a- you're my dad, you also drink some bread to go with the bread. <laughs> so, I saw an article. It came up on my Google homepage about spaghetti sandwiches. <laughs> I would eat that. Have you ever had a spaghetti like, sandwich? It's well, a thing. Like when they put macaroni no and cheese on a hamburger, and you're yeah. like, yep. Yep. It looks really good. But like, that's like eating a bagel on a roll. It's like a comfort food. Yeah. I'd do it. Eating a bagel, a bagel on a roll? On a roll? Yeah. I don't know if I would do that. How put does a, the... Mc- 
The McMuffins? The mechanics of that work. I thought you were going McDonald's here. No. You cut the roll open. You cut the bagel open. No, I got I it. I feel like you it would be like butter eating on crackers the bagel? on a roll. Butter in the bread basket. <laughs> I'll have the butter in the bread basket. Anyway. I think roll, butter, butter, Ritz crackers in the middle. Oh, that's probably oh, pretty good. Shit. Yeah. Actually, Ritz, actually. Ritz crackers are a buttery cracker. We have to we stop have this crackers? recording buttery, and try this. Buttery biscuits. Then we go into like a carb overload. We yeah. Go a carb coma. Yeah. It's, yeah, which means you'll be hungry in 20 minutes. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, Har- <laughs> Harley. Harley's not hungry. Bread, everyone. Harley, Harley's not hungry, but she's remade Joker's face on her plate with the beet juice as his mouth and the vegetables that Ivy has made. And Ivy demands that she just stop. Stop this right now. She's upset because she's not paying attention. Like you see, you said, right? What? One, two, three eyes on me. Yeah. Like, why are you not paying attention to me? Well, in fairness, Ivy should not have served her a carrot that is perfectly the Joker's nose shape. I do like the little <laughs> second where they show Joker's face. Just yeah. be like... It's pretty funny. That's it's dead on. Yeah. Well, no, but like when they show like the ghost outline oh, of his face, right? Yes, it's hilarious. Very silly. By the way, like we wouldn't get it. Come on. We're not seven-year-old kids, dude. This show is not made for seven-year-old children. We like to joke about it because it, uh, apparently it was, but there's nothing about this episode that's just like seven-year-old boys would love this basically lesbian romance story yeah. about these two women committing crimes because the world of men is unkind to them. You're right. No, animation as a medium yeah. uh, is, is not just for kids. I agree, 100%. So does Guillermo del Toro. I will die on that hill. Del Toro. Del Toro. That, del Toro's I'm ex- major. I'm, ex- I'm excited for that Frankenstein I'm movie. excited for that Frankenstein Yo, movie. Doctor, uh, who's Frankenstein, the, the doctor is Adam, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, apparently. The monster is Oscar Isaac. Oh. Right. Um, and the bride is Mia Goth. Mia Goth is which, the bride. What the mystery is, is who the fuck is Christoph Waltz playing? Van Helsing. I don't think he's Van Helsing. Van Helsing. I don't think they're doing that. They're not. I think he's basically the equivalent of like the local villager's captain. Oh, like, is, he, is he Inspector Kemp? He's like Kemp? Inspector Kemp from Young Frankenstein. <laughs> oh he's like, these fucking Frankensteins keep fucking with everything in the village. It cost an arm and a leg. But uh, we don't know. I mean, he could be somebody else. We don't even know. Anyway, we go back to Lab City. Uh, Joker calls for Harley. He's also in his underwear, um, but he's not very happy about it, and he can't find his socks. Bud and Lou snap at the Joker, and Joker's annoyed at the state of his HQ. He asks for Harley. There's no HQ in his HQ. No, there's no HQ in his HQ. Uh, but um, Joker's goons are like, hey, you can, the boss. Uh, good work by Robert Costanzo here as one of the goons. Right. Uh, These guys just look like Bullock's cousins. Yeah, yeah. They're Bullock's I had to become a cop because my two cousins work for the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they bring up if they've seen the paper, and which shows the new Queens of Crime. And then, as you said, Joker screams. Right. Uh, we cut to the GCPD in pursuit of Harley and Ivy. Ivy shoots one of those really cool like wrist arrows at the car and it blows out the tire. Uh, the car crashes. And uh, Ivy brings up, or Harley brings up that she she um, she loved doing these things with Mr. J. And Ivy pretty much asks her to change the record, Harl. And this is where we get the frat boys blown up. Yeah, and the frat boys show up and they're like, hey, lady, hey, we'll pick you up. Frat boy nonsense. Yeah. And what are you This is expect? a nice moment of just like, we all hate them and mm-hmm. we like when they get blown up. I yes. want to know when that's ever worked for anyone. anyone. It never has. Right? It never has. <laughs> like, I, right? I don't think I so. remember standing outside um, there's the lo- one of the local movie theaters Farmingdale Multiplex and um, <laughs> I was standing with a bunch of my friends and one of them was our friend Charlotte from high school and these guys roll down the windows and they yell at Charlotte they're like yo baby you want some dick but then they like drive away and Charlotte was like 
even if I wanted some, they have driven away. What are they expecting me to do? Run after their car being like, yes, me, take me. Take me right now into the van. That's uh, awful. You know, it's just the thing that men do. I don't know why people do that. I've never understood because it. Because she's right. terrible. <laughs> what, <laughs> right, yeah, what was her recourse after that? Yeah, She'd be like, no, come back, come back. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's what the bang bus is for. Oh, okay. I understand. Anyway, she then, um, they're doing frat boy things and they're like, oh, what are you going to spank me? And then Harley says yes. And she pulls out a bazooka. They got that on the kid show as well. Yeah. For seven year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She pulls out the bazooka and blows up their car, which is great. Here's the paddle. Yeah. Here's the paddle. Somebody uh, was like, hey, we should change that line. It's inappropriate. Here's my alternative suggestion. And it was like, hey, are you going to serve me that subpoena? (laughs) Yeah, here you go. It was between this and the beavers, and the beavers had to go. They kept the spanking. We then cut to Batman for the first time this episode. Yeah, we are almost done with the episode. Wait, this is a Batman show? Yes, it's Batman, the animated series. It's Batman. Um, He sees the skid marks on the ground and takes a sample. Uh (laughs) He takes a sample. So you see, some of this stupid humor still exists. Uh, We cut to the Batcave. Uh, Batman is investigating and researching Harley and Ivy. Alfred is just the best. Choosing a weekend date set. I just, I love it. I love Alfred so much. These jokes are for us, the viewer, and also for Alfred himself, because Batman does not acknowledge it. Yeah, Batman doesn't ever even smile at Alfred. No. I don't even know the last time Batman laughed at an Alfred joke. Alfred drops this this great joke, and he's just like, they're up to something. And Alfred's just like, oh boy. <laughs> Alfred's just like, it's like talking to a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, yeah. get my pants. Um... The, tri- the tire tracks show that there's some soil on the tires from uh, the toxic waste dump. And then Alfred suggests that Batman wear his gas mask because that's where he's going next. We're back at Ivy's. Harley is on the phone with the Joker in secret, like a, like a pretty much in the, in kind of the vein of like a teenage girl calling her boyfriend to hide it from her parents. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe you get in this. Except in this case, you hang up. Like... No, you hang up. Yeah. In this case, this boyfriend has a sophisticated tracking system yes. on the phone. And he immediately tracks her. Cause he is again, the Joker, the Joker. And he's crazy. <laughs> and, um, he feeds her some BS to keep her happy. Harley tells him she's okay, but he's not, she's not going to tell him. Harley tells him she's okay, but she's not going to tell him where she is. Ivy comes in uh, to ask what's going on. She hangs up the phone. Joker already tracked them. Batman breaks into the window. This guy. And Ivy does like this kind of like, what is she? She does like a Southern Belle type of thing. I forget her exact words. No, I don't remember. She's either. like, you know, oh, look, she doesn't, she says something in like a Southern accent. It's funny. Um, she seems to have known what to do immediately though, because she has like the grabby plant like, yeah. already in she her She just throws hands. it at like, him. I tried a window break. I'm sure it's Batman. Let me get the plant that grabs you. Yeah. Who breaks in through my window? That oh, Batman. Was, she's had a Batman backup plan. She knew this day was coming. Every room has like that plant. I want her to like, have a piranha plant. I'm sure she does. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely... She had the giant vagina plant yeah, in she, Pretty Poison. She, she did. Um, I do think that there is definitely fan art on the internet of Poison Ivy with Dude. a big piranha plant. There's... There's art on the internet of poison ivy with anything you want. Well, you I'm got not it. saying that. I'm just saying holding a piranha plant. Like, I can like from find the, that. The Super I Mario can find Brothers. her having sex with the piranha plant right now in two please, seconds. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, I could get you a toe with polish. <laughs> All right, go on. 
Um, when she throws this plant, the, the two of them... my coffee. <laughs> the two of them high-five. Oh, please, plant. dear. <laughs> Talk about misogyny. Um, yes, let's not bring up the most male. <laughs> yeah, ever. this episode. Ever. Uh, they have a high-five. They have another high-five. Right. That's high-five Sexy number two. Sexy high-five. So many high-fives. Ivy and Harley have chained Batman up to a table. Mm-hmm. Ivy asks Batman if he thinks he'd have thought two women could bring him down. And we know Batman doesn't underestimate anyone. We know. It doesn't matter who they are. No, he takes them very seriously. He takes all of them very seriously. And we can't forget, and I said this earlier, that Batman himself is a self-proclaimed equal opportunity crime fighter. Right. We said this to Red Claw before fighting her on top of a train. Red Claw, who is possibly one of the worst villains on this show. Right. Ivy does, like, the hair flip that Ivy does. <laughs> it's epic. It's Her hair seems to even get, like, longer. Incredible. Yeah, it's a great hair flip. She does an impossible hair flip. I feel like it's, like, it's like a, a full second of her, like, flipping every hair she it has in her It is very much an aerial. Yeah, it's very much a... Mane. yeah. Uh-huh. That's the exact... I was going to ask if, if you think it made it to that. Uh, yeah. I think so. Because that's the, everybody that's ever done that, okay, I'm going to be in a pool and try to do that hair flip. Like, that's the goal, mm-hmm. is the full aerial. Of yeah. You want the full aerial. It's hard to achieve. And then they throw Batman into the toxic waste. They do. He's fine. No, because he's Batman. <laughs> His skin does not melt. He no. escapes off camera. I he's know. fine. He was trained it's... by Zatara. You know he's trained by Zatara, right? The best escape artist in the world. Listen, I'm not questioning Batman's ability to escape. I just think it's hilarious that it's like, okay, how's Batman going to get out of this one? And then they just show they you swimming. They, they don't show him it. swimming right back up to the surface. It's like, we all knew he was going to get out of it. So let's just accept that. Move on. <laughs> yep. Because it's like, yep. how how is he going to get out of it? The, they have him tied so intricately to that board that it's like, well, how is yeah. he going to? No, and it's uh, like they uh, use like all of the appliances in the house to like weigh it down and all that stuff. And he's just Batman. The problem yeah. is too, like none of these villains like ever, <laughs> don't read too much into my fantasy. None of these villains ever like strip Batman naked. Like his gloves and sleeves and shit have like a million lock picks and other bullshit in them. Yep. The best thing that anyone ever does when they're fighting Batman, the smart villains, they take away the utility belt. Oh, right, which almost no one does. Yeah. It's happened a few times in the show. It's happened a few times. It. That's about it. I think Batman's pockets have just reached peak pocket. Yeah. I'm a fan of pockets. He's a big pocket But guy. like he's got pockets on pockets that pockets you don't know you don't pockets, see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Harley and Ivy turn around and they see the lights are on in the house. And I think Harley asks Ivy, did you leave the lights on? To which I guess no. And then uh, they go in the house and Joker's there. Uh, his He and his goons, they, they've broken in. They're eating the food. My complaint is that I think he should have been in a fun outfit. Yeah. Because yeah. that could have been nice. Yeah. But he's not. He's not. Harley hugs Joker. He's dressed like nice though, right? If I well, remember. He's in his normal He's suit. in the standard yeah, purple. Yeah, like he's yeah. just, you know. But you know. He, is there a hat? No hat. No hat. Why am I putting a hat? Because he wears hats in other episodes. Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears. Damn it. Hat? No hat. Uh, Shazam starring Simbet. Joker's in Ivy's house. They're eating her, her food. Who's what where now? They're in Ivy's home. Joker is in Joker Ivy's home. and, and his, his goons. goons, and they're eating her food. Her food, and she says that they're going to die because of the toxic waste. <laughs> the goons and that they spit out the food. They spit out the food, Blah. and uh, I think Rocco goes, "Oh, boys, I'm actually feeling kind of sick." Hold it in, Rocco. Yeah, he says, "Hold it in, Rocco." 
and uh, Joker's there long enough to collect what's his, which I thought he meant Harley at first. Right. Which I do well, think he does, that's like, put part his hand of it. On her, but it's yeah. not that. But it's referring to the take. It's referring. I to everything I immediately thought he meant the diamond. I did yeah. not think he yeah. meant Harley for oh, one second. I thought he meant Harley immediately. Well, oh no, no, I no. Think what I thought was he wanted her to think it was her, but then he has to do his Joker thing, which is like, I came to collect what's mine, but I am here to remind you you're worthless. Right, so I think the diamond is more important for him for that reason. Well, to me, I don't see it as like a positive he thing. He didn't come this far for the diamond. He's possessive. He came for her, yeah. but he can't come out and say that. No. He has to come for the money because yeah. to come for her is too much. Mm. Yes, you're right. Um, and then we see Batman escape off screen. <laughs> right, we, we, in fact, don't see it. We don't see him escape. We just see chains going chang-a-lang-a-lang-a <laughs> in the water. And Batman swims up. That's how you escape. Chang-a-lang-a-langa. Yeah. Batman escapes, I say, because Batman. And that's pretty much it. Because Batman. Jem- Joker empties the take. And Ivy says uh, that it's hers. And he then pushes Ivy's uh, face into his flower. He's like, oh, you like flowers? Here you go. And uh, Harley's like, don't do it, boss. I realized how Batman saves all this time. Is he Irish goodbyes everywhere? Every- oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, right. oh, we talked like, about that. The Batman no. goodbye is like the king of the Irish goodbye. Yeah. The no, Irish goodbye is his own only friend. That's, yeah. I, it makes sense now. <laughs> it Gordon. makes sense now why he has all this extra time to do all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. God no. damn it. Bat- Listen, Batman. I was told that you save on average, what, two days a year by Irish goodbying people? That's that's pretty worth it. That seems worth Dude, it. Dude, over the course of a life, that's 100 days. That seems pretty that's worth half it. half a year. Yeah. Or yeah. a third of a year. Yeah. Do you know what that's like? And and all the time you're saving is just on pointless. Like, oh yeah, we should do this again. Oh, they just oh, leave, right? Yeah, your grandma's sick, and uh, the whole thing. Yeah, and, you know. You know what though? I will say this: the next time you Irish goodbye, please, mm. as you do it, and you leave whatever party or house you're at, you go na, 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 na. for me. <laughs> do it for me. <laughs> I knew exactly where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> and you well, just keep singing it as you're going to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a friend of the show, Larry Brenner. Harvey. Bring, Harvey. I can't believe he's being brought up again. But yeah. yes, a friend ahead. of the... <laughs> Every episode of Larry Brenner. Friend of the show, Larry Brenner. Who? who we shout out more than anyone. Says that... Uh, Larry Brenner, Amanda. There's, Larry, Larry there's, there's Brenner. A, there's a comic book where uh, Nightwing... Where Nightwing is Batman. Or Dick Grayson's Batman. Jordan's favorite character in the Batman universe. Uh, oh, Dick yeah. Dick Grayson. Grayson. The best character, of course, yeah. who everyone loves. Ha, ca- don't have a cow, man. Good old uh, Dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old Dick. <laughs> he, uh, Gordon turns around when he's talking to him because Dick Grayson's Batman because Batman's like, I think it's when his back was broken. He turns to him and Batman's still standing there <laughs> and he goes, oh, you stayed. And like Dick Grayson to himself is like, was I supposed to leave? Uh-huh. Because that's what Batman does to everybody. Right. <laughs> it's the best when it happens to Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Especially and, one of the girl characters. Too, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she did it to him, right? right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she totally did. So, uh, Joker uh, puts her face into, puts Ivy's face into his like pink flower on his lapel, and she normally doesn't have a problem with that. No, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> I'm <there's>, sorry. <laughs> Come on, it was right there. Yeah, you left it there. It's fine. I left it out in the open. You spiked that. You spiked that bump. Yeah, yeah. I sure so will. every time. What's cool about it is that Harley looks on with like terror. She's like, "Oh no!" And then. Ivy laughs like someone who got hit with laughing gas. Yeah. But then she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm immune to Yeah, it's poison. like throwing the Joker in acid. He yeah, doesn't do he, anything. He like lives in acid. And and then she gives him, she gives a good laugh and she kicks Joker 
Like she she trips him and kicks him into her table, breaking the table. Right in the ho hos. Yep. 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 And um and uh, Joker's head's covered in spaghetti. Um, wah, 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 wah. He's got his head covered in spaghetti, and then he does this like really pathetic, like get him, <laughs> which I I love. And Harley and Ivy uh, go to drive away as Batman just shows up and takes out the Joker's goons. Harley and Ivy drive the car; they crash into the Batmobile. Joker takes out a Tommy gun and then shoots at Batman. Batman dives behind a wall and he's like. He says, you lunatic, you, this place is a, whatever, a time bomb, whatever he says. Yeah, it's like, I forget, he says something along the lines of, like, you lunatic, this place is like, it's Oh, a bomb. it's covered in, no, he's like, this place is covered in something. Maybe? I forget the line. But then we have, um... Yeah, it's, it's basically like, this place is gonna blow. Like, this place is gonna blow. shooting at this. And then we have, uh, then it becomes the Quantum Solace hideout. Right. Hideout made of explosives. And everything blows up. I love in an episode like this. And this happens sometimes where just they've decided that the plot device in this scene is that everything will explode. Right. The entirety of the scene. This is not the first episode this happens in. It happens in multiple episodes right. where just everything blows up. It's driving me nuts that I can't remember what he said because I remember him saying it and being like, that's a cool way to say it. And I, I don't. There's a lot of Ivy episodes and a lot of Joker episodes where everything just blows up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her greenhouses and everything. Almost all the Poison Ivy episodes end with just a huge ball of fire. It's not nearly as bad. Goodness be- gracious. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's the... Is it the Cat in the Claw Part 2 where everything blows up? Probably. Yeah. That seems like yeah, an the gas truck. episode. Yeah, yeah. Batman drives the Actually, gas truck. Actually, in fact, it was Cat in the Claw Part 2 because I remember we had an IMDb trivia where it was just like, yeah, they had a hard time animating these Yeah, and, and it, it was a lazy way to end the episode. Right. That was a... So everything yeah. explodes. Uh, Batman, like, jumps at the Joker... He engage and knocks him out. He engages the auto drive on the Batmobile, and then he throws Joker into the Batmobile. Uh, the Batmobile actually has a really cool like the Beast moment where it like jumps through the fire, which I thought was pretty cool. And oh, I just realized that we missed an earlier moment with Montoya, right? Where they yeah, she crashes the car. Right, right. Okay. She crashes the car and she has her moment where she says, uh, "What she bad says, luck? Like, Malasuerte. Yeah, yeah what, what, what bad luck? Okay, Malasuerte. Which is like what bad luck? And." Um, Batman engages the auto drive. They start to drive away. Harley and Ivy are also driving away, nowhere near the Batmobile. And Ivy says, no man can take us prisoner. And then their tires get shot out by Montoya. I am no man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Very wise to she, include Montoya She was there. right. I said that earlier, too. She was yes, right. They, that was good to make sure it wasn't Batman. Yeah. She was right. Uh, we cut to Arkham. Arkham epilogue. Yep. Classic. We love, we love an Arkham epilogue. Joker's in his cell. He's in a straight jacket. And he says that um, with his next gang, he's never going to, he's no longer going to include women in his He's gang. like screaming. He's like, no women, no women. And then we cut they're to They're outside Har- gardening. Yeah, we cut to Harley and Ivy who are gardening. Like, obviously their, their sentence isn't nearly as bad as Joker's. And um, Harley kind of looks up at him and goes, I think we can work it out, don't you? And then Ivy just throws mud in her face. Face full of mud. That's a reasonable response. I think I so. Think. I think so. And that's where the episode ends. So uh, an episode. I think this episode was great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, what are your closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? Yeah, it's a great episode. I think we already have so much fun with the Ivy and Harley dynamic, and we can see how well it works that we already want more of it. Yeah. It's a shame that actually we have to wait so long to yeah. get more of this because... Even though we will continually see the evolution of Harley Quinn, it's not always alongside Poison Ivy. And of course, the germ of this um, relationship is so potent that here we are 30 years later and we have a show where this is 
the show. And there's a comic and it's book great. series and everything. Yeah. I love that show. Um, that, that's it. Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great current show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to add on to my comment from earlier, um, this is another episode that just kind of proves like, hey, the best use of the Joker is like kind of as a sideshow. Um, all of the Joker's main episodes, up to and including Laughing Fish, are just not as good as the episodes where he's just kind of like the third wheel. Yeah. Um, you know, that that goes for... Um, it kind of goes for Almost Got Him, but it certainly goes for Man Who Killed Batman. It goes for this episode, where he is a nice adversary to put up against other adversaries, right? As just this other chaos agent who's just kind of attached to a thing, because even though the Joker, yeah, he's, I guess, the third lead in this episode, but it, it's it's just it's a really good Joker episode, which is a weird thing to say about an episode called Harley and Ivy. I think the Joker is best not necessarily when he's, like, actively engaging in his own plans, which are great, but when he's fucking up someone else's. I completely agree. Like, that's exactly what you're saying, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. He's, because his motivation isn't just himself, also. It's like... He's a total agent of chaos. Yeah. That's it. He's a total agent of chaos, and and that's what you kind of need, and when he is the main dish, it's hard (laughs) to follow, right? It's kind of hard to follow, and it's just like... All right, yeah, it's a big heist or something, or it's the last laugh. Right. I mean, when he is the main dish, he's apparently shard with a carrot and then some like beet, <laughs> beet juice. He's just some steamed um, shard. So chaos steamed on a plate. Shard and beet juice, delicious. Mm. That's a terrible meal. It's not good. It's certainly not good. What do you think they eat over the Joker's hideout? Probably something a lot better than that. Chinese. Who's oh, for Chinese? Everyone all the time. It's so good. But um, any final thoughts? Um, I, d- I had a lot of fun with this episode. I had a lot of fun with this episode. And as somebody who's a big fan of the current, like, mm-hmm, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn uh, series that is on, it was cool to see them, like, meet yeah. in a different way and also see how different they were then also. Like, uh, but, but di- like, current Ivy is very calculated and I think overthinks. And yeah, I yeah. don't think she would have walked directly through the uh, beams that set off the alarms. Right. They, they switched a little bit there. Like, I think that would be more something that Harley would now do. Yeah. Saying, I don't give, like, I don't give a fuck. So let the alarms off. I'll get them all. And Ivy would be like, no, let's go to the box and etch out the thing with the glass. And we'll be very meticulous about. So there's some things that might have shifted since then. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it. I still want to shake Harley a little bit, but I get it, girl. <laughs> it's hard. She's it's hung up. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, I actually think this is, like we said, this is the best Harley-focused episode we've seen so far. Uh, I think we will get better episodes featuring Harley later on. I like to see that... her out of the makeup. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. seeing her out of the makeup is really good. That was you... very cool. Cause, well, you got to see her in a moment where she was Harley not as Harley with the Joker, not as mm-hmm. Harley the villain or Harley the anything. It was just, no, Harley in an oversized shirt in someone's house eating dinner. Yeah. You don't see that of these characters often. So for yeah. that, it was a very cool episode, not just for them, but just for being able to see that side of mm-hmm. of their life. No, it's true. And it sets up a relationship that fans will grow to love for 30 years, right? So 30 years later, we still really love to see these two characters together. Ranking the series? Um, I don't know. Where would you rank it? It's probably in the top 25. I would say that. Uh, maybe even the top 20. Not the top 10. Definitely not the top um, 10. But it is really good. There are even just better Harley Quinn episodes than this one. But yeah. it's very good. Yeah, it's very, very good. All right. Well, um, there we have it, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Amanda, for sitting in as our guest on this episode. We appreciate it. 
The commute was rough, but I, um, I, I made it work. It's hard. It's hard to get down those stairs. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Tastic Cast for Jordan Hugh and Amanda Mac. I am Mike Staub. Thank you, and see you next time. Same bat time, same 